lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny, your grossly gracious gazelle. You're not fast like a gazelle, though. I am not. But okay. I'm also, I can't fly, and I've been a bird before, so. But you are a bird, so it makes sense. I'm not here for your shenanigans. What's going on, Danny? Danny B, on the place to be? <sighs> Do you have what it takes to rock the mic? Yes. But I'm tired. But not like what's what else is new tired or whatever, but as my mother would say, tell me about it. Your mother does say that. <laughs> that's her favorite. That's, her, loves, that's her go-to. She loves a good conversation. Tell me about it. Um, I just uh, I just feel weird. Welcome tell, to the loser's bench. I know. It's like which I hate. I'm not right. even hungry. Like, I don't go between, like, hungry and full. I just go between my stomach feeling fine and it feeling weird or bad. Like. You're also doing a lot more. Because I'm, like. A lot faster. Like, working. Yeah, I know. But you, like. I was out for a whole nine weeks. And I didn't feel good until, like, week seven and a half, eight. Well, I can't afford to do that. I just. You hate your job anyway, so. I don't hate my job. Okay. You got to say that on, on the tape. You know what I mean? I love my job. Okay. You know, they're letting me go. They're firing me. But no, they're fire. laying they're you laying off. They're me off. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we had people from, um, unemployment people came to our job today. Oh, and they're like, hey, is that you file? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, kind of telling us what our options were and, and, um, what are they talking about? Our options, talking about insurance and shit like that, and Same. how to plan and how to be a broke nigga. And I was chilling, <laughs> was playing spades on my phone. You like, I'm good. Yeah, it I'm was good. Love it was out off the phone. Oh, so you like sign, sign me up? Ask some questions, make sure I'm engaged, but mm-hmm. I was still playing spades. Um, but yeah, you know, they getting rid of us. So on to the next. Well, yeah, but I'm like I'm. Okay, but I, I am still struggling, like, trying to find this, like, balance between, like, protein and vitamins and what foods I can, what, or pureed foods I can eat and all that stuff. And, like, I don't want to, like, belabor the point because we talked a lot about, like, our weight loss stuff these last couple episodes. I mean, that's our new normal, though, so it's not... Yeah, you're right. But you know? I just feel a little weird and I know I need to like step it up I need to get it together because bef- like if I'm you know kind of just I'm kind of tired this week but like once my kids come back next week I'm gonna be really beat so I gotta have like be have time and energy but I've been like dumping I guess is what they call it and I'm trying to like try stuff out so I think I want to try this dumping because I heard you say it earlier are you feeling it right away or no it's like delayed is that not dumping if, unless it's immediate the only time I felt dumping I felt it immediately I had stevia instead of um, like sweet equal and low or, or something. Or, I don't think we could do sweet and low. I don't know. All I know is that I had stevia in the raw that I asked Shayla to buy me, but that was the wrong thing to buy me. So it's not her fault, but I'm going to say it's her fault because she listens. Is that a Splenda? And yeah. Yeah. Splenda equal. It's, it's cool. But that stevia fucked. Like as soon as I drank it, I felt dumping. And for those who don't know dumping is like it's your body's reactions kind of like a quick flu like as soon as you ingest something something that 
your body doesn't like you going to like you got like diarrhea, you got hives, you can feel like death. Yeah. So I don't think you had dumping. You may just I don't know. I don't know if you remember, but when when it happened, I went straight upstairs and I laid down and went to sleep. Oh. That that's that's to me that was the experience of dumping. Like oh, uh, mine's I more. I was dead. Mine's more. It, it takes a little longer, but like I had the pureed eggs with like pureed spinach and a little bit of doing too much. Could be great. Oh my gosh! And then my stomach was killing me after that. Like like you know like an hour and a half after. Then like I had. The chicken salad and that tasted good, but then it felt like it was sitting in my throat for like till the next morning. You gotta, you gotta like see that's another thing. You gotta like chew a whole bunch of times. Yeah, I need to chew. And then more. you need to swallow and then like wait. I mean, with with the the surgery, your body kind of tells you. Yeah, and it's just hard for me to wrap it around because I'm just like, oh my god, like. It was just, it was so much easier when I could just, like, just put whatever in my body. But I know why I'm doing this. But, like, I definitely had, like, moments this week where I was like, what did I get myself into? That's fair. And Way to be transparent. Thank you. And I'm like, am I ever going to feel right? Am I going to, like, ever get this together? Am I going to make myself sick because I'm not doing enough? And it's just, like, it's, but, you know, I realize now, because, like, I did have a conversation with Shayla, and she kind of helped me realize, like, you've been doing something one way for, like, 32 years. And now it's been almost four weeks of living, doing something totally different than what you've been accustomed to. And I have to, like, give myself grace in, in doing so. So I just... You know, I know I post a lot about, like, my experiences. And, like, yeah, I've lost, like, a good amount of weight already in a short amount of time. But it's still, like, not easy. And I don't want to give that perception that it's easy. It's not. I think it's harder. It's it's a tool used to help lose weight. But I, I think it's harder because you have to change your whole lifestyle. And that's why there's so many restrictions and, and they make you do so much before you can do it. That's yeah. why they. That's why a lot of the times they have those provisions and those six weeks of I mean, six months of preparing yourself for it. And then some people have liquid diets, excuse me, and other stuff like they're preparing you for a life change. And yeah. it's going to be very, I mean, it's, it can be very hard. I'm not going to say that it is very hard, but I think, I think once you get to your normal, it'll be easier. Like yeah. once... Once I got to my normal, once I was able to realize, like, oh, shit, okay, some things will be normal, it was a lot easier. Okay. But I had those moments. I had those. See, my thing was I was nauseous all the time. Yeah. And then, they, you know, they, they press, drink this water and drink this protein. You need to put this into your body. And you physically can't. At least I couldn't. I can't either. And, you know, there's some people who, you know, can do it, but I couldn't do it. I did what I could do for myself. But, you know, you got to be mindful because you don't want to go to the ER and, and, and mess up anything. But you just do the best that you can. And as long as you know that you're doing your best, I feel like you'll be okay. Yeah. Can you make me a smoothie this weekend so I can try one? You don't need no smoothie. Why not? Because I didn't have no smoothie this early. But be great. I thought, make... I thought this was smoothie time. I didn't have a smoothie, but <sighs> go ahead. What did you? I had applesauce. I'm, applesauce is the shit. This is the first time I. This is the first thing I've kept down in three days that like didn't fuck See, my stomach up. This is this is like and ice popsicles. Those are my favorites. Showing like 
how you are in real life. Because in real life, you are an overachiever. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. So because you're an overachiever in life and everything, you, you always want to supersede. Like, this is the one time in your life that a C is good. You can get this C. <laughs> Shit, fuck it. You can get this D. It's okay. You don't got to get the A+. Plus. You think I'm doing too much. All the time. When you found out you was pregnant with Tatum, and it, it wasn't, it was like two weeks in. I just, I felt different. Whatever. You need to sit your I, ass down. I know my body. You need to sit your ass down and just, just go with the wave. I know. I just, I, I do see the allure of wanting to sleep because I'm like, if I'm sleeping, then I don't got to think about eating or not eating. I see, just, I, I wasn't even thinking about that. I didn't. But I, again, we've talked about it more so, I think, off here. I don't know if we talked about it on here, but it's more like the differences of our ideologies for, like, food and stuff. Like We did talk, I think, a little bit on here, yeah. You like food a lot more. Like, I'll eat, and I can eat, and if I like something, I, I may overeat. Oh, I used to overeat that, but I really wanted to drink. Give me, like, if my diet could have consisted of just straight juice, juice and soda, I was happy. Fuck food. Mm-hmm. I'm too picky. I don't like a lot of anything. Mm-hmm. If it has a weird taste, it can ruin it forever. I can't eat the same shit over and over. And with this, you kind of have to find like, you know. So I always knew that you would be okay because of you're more open. Mm-hmm. So I can I seen the parallel that like, oh shit, I'm a struggle because I don't like a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want yogurt. I don't, I don't want to try this. I don't. So. And I'm, I want to try everything because I'm like, I want to see what sticks. But then it's like. Yeah, but I mean, everything's going to be trial and error. Your body suffers in the process. It can. But we're going to get through this. Yeah, we are. Thank you. Thank you for listening to us. This is yet another episode of Lover's Quarrel. Yes, it is. And here we are. Here we are. This is your first time listening to us. Thank you for checking us out. If it's the second time listening to us, welcome back. If this is the third time, you're a lover. Yes. As I like to say. Danny may call you something different, but, you know, we welcome. Appreci- we appreciate you. And now we can go into this beautiful elevator Elevator. All right. with a beautiful voice. Would you like to go? Being positive this week, y'all. I see. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Um, Are you going up or down? Um, Up. All right. So I'm going down. So let's, let's go down first. Going down. Okay. So. Gotta listen to yourself. I went against my judgment. Uh-huh. So there's this guy. He was on Breakfast Club. Okay. And he has this brand mm-hmm. um, called Sia Collection. Something in America. Oh, you mentioned him before. And so he was on Breakfast Club talking about his sneakers. Blasey, blasey, blah. I knew about him for a long time because he makes, like, custom clothing. Uh-huh. But I never really liked his vibe. But I was like, you know what? Let me try. hmm So I purchased some items. Mm-hmm. Trying to support. Is he black? He's black. He is black. He is black. And he's a little cocky. So that's why I really don't like. He's not, like, a humble person, in my opinion. I could be wrong. But this is just my opinion. And he, so he has these brands. He has these, like, sock runners. So, like, the Balenciagas you have. They don't really make, they don't make it in my size. So at least I can't find it in my size. Mm-hmm. So he got some, it's like, you know, I'm a support. I mm-hmm. normally wouldn't do it, but I'm a support. And he had some, some, some Tyler joints. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, ordered it. Bought it um, for Tatum. Yes. And it came, and it came in perfect. You know, so I guess with the sneakers, they, you know, they use like glue to like keep them together Mm -hmm. and the front of the the sneaker. It's open. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to him on his personal IG and his business business IG. No response. Mm. Post. And and I I, I did it on his DMs and and I sent him message. No. Oh, Oh. yeah. In the DM, I sent him the the pictures and, you know, I did it respectfully. Hey, cop these. I just want to know how how I can get these fixed. That's it. Mm -hmm. No response. His website doesn't have an email. I have no way of getting in contact with him. I even posted on like his actual, you know, he'll post a picture. A comment. I put a comment on there. Still respectful. I'm not blacking or nothing like this. No response. So it's just, it's frustrating because it's like they tell you support black owned and, and all this other stuff. And then you get shitty customer service. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was talking about how, you know, craftsmanship and all this other stuff. But this is piss poor craftsmanship. Yeah. So that's where I'm going down because I'm frustrated because the shoes are cute. They're very cute. And Tatum loves and them. And Tatum loves them. Post and I'm going to have to like reach out to one of my frat brothers who know how to fix things, fix the sneakers and just have them do it because I can't get in contact with this businessman. Mm-hmm. So that's my my down it's frustrating when you try to work with you know you try to buy black and you try to be supportive of people's brands and you get shitted on so well i can understand that and i can't attest to the fact that like literally as soon as like you pulled them out the box it was like the front of it was they're really nice peeling. they're very cute and they got the little teddy bear sole it's super cute but you know so you know well, very frustrating well we can tag him in this episode. I don't know what I just said. I think I was trying to say frustrating, and I said frustrating. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead. I said we could tag him in this episode. Are we going up? We are going up. So That was a trash going up. I, I'm, like, I was saying like we're going up, and I'm about to do it. Oh, okay, he's got to make okay. sure. Going up. You know, you took a week off, so oh you made me a little rusty. Shut up. Go ahead. So, to, um, so, as you know, everybody knows I'm a teacher, and this week... It's all been, um, this is the week before the students come back. So the teachers come back and we do get our classrooms together. We plan. And then we also attend what we, what you call PDs or professional development. And today's professional development was probably one of the best PDs I've attended. So um, TJ and I went to college with a guy named Davon Love. And he is the um, co-founder and pu- public policy officer i'm gonna i'm butchering his new his title but basically he's the cult of the leaders of the beautiful struggle leaders mm-hmm. of a beautiful struggle which is which is a group baltimore based um founded and, at, i think it was founded at towson well yeah i mean i guess he and adam jackson founded it yeah so they basically are all about like empowerment of people of color or black people in baltimore they you know they come you know advocate for black people they you know do public policy they speak in, you know out to lawmakers and they're like this grassroots organization but Davon so I invited Davon to come speak at my eighth graders in June their closing ceremony because I was like I wanted somebody who I knew was 
passionate and you know well spoken the and last thoughtful. Person you had was trash. Well, I wasn't responsible for that person. I'm just saying. I'm taking just... credit for Davon. Okay, that's cool. And that person still has a relationship with my boys, and so and with his program. So um, I reached out to him, and like he gave this really great speech, and basically like my principal was like floored like you know and he was super like impressed impressed with Davon so over the summer he asked me to reach out to him and see and it's like he could have them come and speak to like the staff and I was like bet sure so over the summer like I reached out they you know facilitated the link up and then now Davon is gonna did his PD today and then he's gonna actually be coming back once a month to like follow to work with us and basically the focus is all about like racial inequity and education but what I loved about today was like I left like professional developments and meetings and trainings and stuff can always feel like very much like you want to like bang your head against the wall but he didn't even like he didn't need the, the screen he didn't have any powerpoints or anything like that he simply was talking to us and then having us discuss but it was such like rigorous thinking and it was like stuff that it like made you think and you had to be vulnerable and you had to talk and you had to share your experiences and you had to listen and we you know started thinking of making connections to like how our 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 practice as educators you know um you know contributes to or how we can use it to combat like the like path- like you could call it like the black pathology which is like how we have been conditioned to think of ourselves as like the as an inferior group of people um, as a whole, now obviously on the individual level, because that's not always the case, but like the, our society we live in, media, everything else in between, is always telling black people that they're not, they're inferior. And so essentially I loved it because it made me think, and I loved, I do love to be challenged and have my, my thoughts challenged and really push my thinking. And it was like very eye-opening and it made me, I left out of there feeling a little bit smarter because it, Y'all, if you've never, like, heard of Davon Love or Leaders of a Beautiful Struggle, like, I really suggest that you look into it because when you t- when I tell you this is, like, one of the most well-read, like, people I've ever come to know, like, he just, like, rattles off, like, citations and quotes well, from he books. he also and was on the debate team. Yes, also. and he did, like, policy debating and stuff, and he won the national championship with Devin Cooper, and yeah. they, like, and one, like, one thing even he told me, like, he said that, like, they were the first, like, so they were the first black duo to win the national debate tournament and before that there was like one black person who won like they were part of a duo but it was only one black person since them winning back in like 08 Towson had another team they, they had, had they black had, women yeah they had there have been 15 more okay. black people who've won and then like but six of those 15 have been from Baltimore and I do think it was so um so like I think that it's just dope because we, you know, all of us in our daily lives are so caught, you know, bogged down in the day to day that sometimes we forget to like really like look at things from a academic or a holistic point of view. And I just left out of there feeling smarter. I wrote down literally in my notes, like I need to read more like I need, you know, because he was just dropping gems and I was really appreciative of it. And like, I mean, on a lighter note, too, it was just like he made me look good because, you know, my principal was like, you know, I found him through Danny because Danny knows everybody in Baltimore. <laughs> and of course, because the black woman knows everyone in Baltimore. I just, I, I, I mean, a lot of it has to, honestly, it's a lot of it is like college and Greek life and ways you'll know people. 
like he's being racist. He was not being racist. I'm joking. Uh, but anyway, that's my elevator talk. Um, and that sounds very enlightful. Enlightening. Enlightening. Sorry. You're yeah. welcome. But with that being said, we can now get into our tip of the week, our relationship tip of the week, and then we can jump to your word of the week, because then, because enlightful is not a word, but. I like that dig right there. It's just a, this is a subtle jab. Ahead, you're being be sweet to me. Um, and I, I shouldn't be. No, you should be. No, I, I shouldn't be. I like when you're sweet to me. I shouldn't be. Yes, you should. We should be beefing right now. We will beef later in the episode. Anyway. So my relationship tip of the week is, I don't know if I've said this before, if it's been covered before, but maybe just the angle I'm taking on it is sometimes we all, regardless of the relationship type, we need to sit still with our thoughts sometimes and we because we need to give our brains time to process before our words and actions betray us you have an example of that just not specifically but just when we're so quick to like fly off the handle sometimes we have to really like sit with our thoughts and like figure out what it is like it's we 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 you know we listen Oftentimes we don't listen to hear what the person's saying. We listen to just respond. And people just say slick shit. Sometimes people just want to say slick shit or say rude shit just because it feels good or it, it helps them get leverage in a disagreement or something like that. But I'm just encouraging folks, honestly, just real straightforward. Like sometimes just sit with your thoughts. Think about how you feel, why you feel that way, and then like choose your words before you start speaking because what you say and do when you have that initial thought can really dictate, like generate a negative outcome. And so like then I'm saying like it can betray you in the end. So mine is to accept growth Mm. and and, and learn to grow, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I say that because similar to what you're saying, how people are quick to like, make statements or, or do stuff. We got to learn to, to grow from who we were and, and what we did. So as I said, kind of stated earlier or alluded to, I should be mad with Danny. Me and Danny had a disagreement this week. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, I didn't argue as much as I normally do or pick that or whatever. And my learning to grow was like, Danny felt like, I was going to do what I've always done or have done in the past. And for me, it was just like we had an argument. We can we could have moved on right right then and there. Like we could have been normal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the perception of who you are or who you were kind of stops that sometimes. And for me, it was just like I knew that I was OK and that when Danny was ready to talk, I would be OK to talk. Mm hmm. And I didn't have any grudges. So I, I think we have to just learn to, to, to grow and, and learn how to pick our battles a little bit better. Because not everything needs to be... Not everything has to be a, a battle. Some things can just be a situation you move forward. Or bump on the road, so... Fair. Well, thank you for that, sir. And with that being said, are you ready to enlighten us with your word of the week? Yeah. I am. So my word of the week is cajole, Hmm. which means to persuade someone to do something by sustained 
coaxing, and I'm pronouncing that right. Coaxing. Coaxing. There you go. That's <laughs> why. That's why I married her, or flattery. He hoped to cajole her into selling the house, or if you say please, pretty please, I'll be your best friend when asking for a stick of gum. You're cajoling the gum holder. Cajoling. That's what I said. Cajoling. You said like cajoling. I said cajoling. Okay. Would you like me to spell it? Sure. I mean, you probably. Uh, I'm not sure, right. but is it just? Is it, is it just? You see how she did that? Is it just? Is it C A J O L E? It is. Okay. I feel like I have to just find a. I'm gonna find a, a word from a different language or something. You know. Why do you want to stump me? Because it's fun. That's the competitive part about it. Okay. Well. I mean, it's pretty hard. You're pretty. You're pretty up there. I try. So, you don't try, you do. But with that, we can go to a break mm-hmm. from our sponsor. You know it. Gain Sports Gear. You're the only one. And before I go on there, listen, let me tell y'all about Mr. Gaines himself, Chico oh, Conaway, right? Mr. Viral. And I want y'all to follow him, okay? I'm going to put his information inside the show notes. I've done it before when we interviewed him and his wife. But he's like, he's getting big. He about to, I feel like he's like Ellen's just next. I mean, that's what people are saying. So him and his daughter, Brooke, have these videos. And he's been doing this for some time. Ever. If you go on his page, it's Chico D. Solo. C-H-I-C-O-D-S-O-L-O. So they've been on Revolt TV. Oprah Magazine reposted them. They were on Extra. But it's Shaka him. Khan reposted them. Shaka Khan reposted them because they, they sang it. But it's him and his daughter... And he's undone everything with her. He done pledged her. (laughs) She's probably still online. Um, He sings with her. They were singing "I'm Every Woman." Yeah, but just you know, I'm happy for my for for my frat brother, my uh, and and the founder of of Gain Sports Gear. You know, he's he's doing it all, and you know, he's showing you black positive fathers Mm -hmm. in a good light. So um, check him out and. Hear a message from his company. Hey friend, it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support unlike your traditional workout gloves and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor. Go to gainsportsgear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process by using our code LOVERS10 at gains, G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com. They have all your workout needs and gear. And listen, now that we lost some weight, you know, it's it's, it's more tempting to be able to, you know, start putting on some some, some gain sports gear. Got to tone. these weights. You got to tone his body up, feel me? Mm-hmm. So listen, use our code LOVERS10 at gainsportsgear.com. And now back to the episode. And we are back. Exactly. And we have a letter. I've got a letter. I've got a letter. I've got a letter. Hey, 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 hey. Is that like a middle school song or? You, you ever seen Little Rascals? You never seen like the Little Rascals sure that came out in the 90s? I don't remember. 
god! Only thing I remember is the dear, oh, dear the, darling. Yeah, I hate, hate your, your stinking, stinking guts. guts. <laughs> um, ugh, Donald Trump was in that movie. Actually, he made a cameo. And you voted for him. Don't play yourself. So our letter begins with, "Dear lovers, quarrel." That's, That's me. Oh. Yeah, see, you're selfish. Whatever. She's so selfish. You see, there's all that re- reboot, too. Are they? Yeah. Listen, this is the time of the reboots. It is. Like, uh, all right. Uh, Can you go into uh, the uh, This is all that. This is all that. Who was your favorite all that character? And then I'll get to the letter. Or the skit. I don't remember. It's so long ago. I used to like when um, Keenan was in the bathtub and he was the French guy. He'd be like, ho, ho, ho. And if he was to do that in, in 2019, they'll say that he's being... Prejudiced? Yes. Or, you know, making fun of. I think but, I actually liked Keenan and Kel more than all that. Yeah, I mean, all that was cool Kenan for that and Kel's age. theme song was the shit. No, what's that? He had the best theme song. Cool, yo. Doing the, that know, was cool. But, and he was like, because, you know, Keenan would be scheming. I, that's all the part I remember. Yeah. Obviously, you don't remember. What's the name had the best theme song? Who? Um, what's my cousin Skeeter? How did it go again? I, I don't remember. It was with the SWV. Oh, my goodness. Wasn't Megan good on that show? She was. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, can we get to the letter? Okay. Can we get to the lover letter. Okay, I have one more thing to say, though, before we get to the letter. Okay, my favorite episode. Keenan and Cal is when he dropped the screen <laughs> in the tuna. Oh, my God. It wasn't even that funny. It was the funny. You my, made it. You made it for me that it wasn't that funny. My twelve year. I, no, was I even twelve? I don't even know how old I was. You're that shit. Twenty five. Shut up. Was the funniest thing. I when he, dropped the screw not, in the tuna. I dropped it. Yeah, I get it. Oh, you're such a hater. Anyway. Who loves orange soda? All right. <clears throat> Dear lovers, quarrel. I have a dilemma, and I was hoping you two could assist in helping me make my decision. I just met this guy, and he seems great. Great personality, attractive, good job, plan for himself to do more in life, and funny as hell. My issue is that he has a kid. And not like, oh, my child is seven, but a child that is less than a year old. He appears to be a really dedicated father, but my concern is what if he is one of those I still mess with my baby mama types and I don't know it yet. He dated his child's mother for three years before they broke up, but with so much history and a baby baby, is it naive of me to think he is ready to date and date seriously? Like this kid is fresh out the womb. People have lots of feelings surrounding the other parent of their child and if love, lust, sexual attraction is still one of them for him, I don't want any parts. Please help. Am I tripping or not? Thanks a bunch. He went half on a baby. This is a good one. It is a good one. So TJ at at, at 31, before, I'll tell the story about my age after, but TJ at 31, I'm I'm more open. And, and you know, I, I think that a child shouldn't be a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Child being three months, I can see. Well, she didn't say exactly how old. Right? She didn't I, say I three months. She said, she said they uh, were together for three years before they broke up. But like this baby is between. Okay. Like probably maybe between three and I was re- so eleven I, months. I read the three years. That's three months. Like the, yeah, three months, so. this baby's less than a year old, so it's still an infant. I mean, I'm a little biased just because when my father met my mother, my brother was wasn't a year yet. Mm-hmm. So 
and they've been married for 30 years, years. 31 yeah. 30 something, something like that whatever my age is because i was a planned pregnancy unlike some people shade. um shade. no that's not shade it's, i'm just saying some people weren't playing most people weren't playing exactly so you're in a minority exactly me and tatum minorities my sister was planned was she? Mm-hmm. Okay. Shayla could be. She she could she could get on on the bus with us. Well, Anthony was planned. Your mother said she wanted to be a mother. But I don't think it was planned. Like we're gonna have this. I don't know. I think Whatever. she. I think that's what she was All going right, so for. Anthony could be on it. You by yourself. You with them over there. Majority. Wow. So, you know, I think that with with parenting dating you know she would have to just be open and she would have to ask more questions and and really be able to understand where he stands Mm -hmm. and she's gonna have to give him some leeway you know she can't she can't go into it jealous because she already has like thoughts of like she doesn't want it to be like him still dipping in his baby mother and they have a relationship forever now Mm -hmm. because they have a child Mm-hmm. So she's gonna have to trust that if he says he's doing whatever, that it's not him cheating or whatever. So I think she would have to be open-minded, and she has to really understand that her dating someone with a child, like the child comes first. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't even. So you know, and that's kind of hard when when you have a relationship because when you're starting a relationship, you're trying to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. But if he can't give all of his attention to her because he's still got to be a dedicated father, it, it can be tough. But it seems like she really likes him. And I would say don't block your blessings because it's not your norm. I I kind of agree with like the last part of what she said because I think the things like I'm taking from this letter is, A, she says she like just met him. So I'm assuming they've been talking, dating for maybe like, a short amount of time, whatever, you know, not definitely not like a long term. They're obviously not boyfriend, girlfriend, nothing yet. So I think this is like, it kind of comes back to something that we both always mention, but especially I feel like TJ, you highlight is like communication is key, right? Like ask the questions like, Hey, where do you stand with your child's mother? Like, do you still have feelings for her? Like, is it something or like, are you truly moved on? Because some of it's going to have to come with trust, but it doesn't hurt to ask the question because if you're if it's eating away at you then you sh- you know you should and depending on his response you might be able to know how you need to move accordingly but at the same time if he is you know claiming to be single and you're dating and everything seems to be on the up and up then you know the benefit of the doubt has to be given however also pay attention to the signs like if he is, you know, defensive, if you're like, hey, you know, what are you up to? Or where are you going or whatever? And he's being very secretive or he's kind of arguing, like, you know, pushing back when he's like, well, I don't have to explain myself if I'm at my baby mother's crib. Or like, those are just like little like signs that you might need to be like wary of if they, they do come up. But if he's like, I love my child. I, you know, am grateful for my child's mother for bringing this child into the world for me to love one as a dad. But there is nothing there and everything he's saying and doing aligns with that, then so be it. 
but if you you know i'm presume i'm presuming that you're like at least in like your mid to late 20s but you know or maybe even your 30s but the the notion of like meeting someone who is childless becomes less and less the older you get so you really do have to like ask the questions that you need to ask in order to feel comfortable but you know understand that this scenario may come up more off more often depending how old you are it's just the age range might be different yeah um, and, and i just think the majority thing the major thing is that she just has to be open-minded again mm-hmm. this is this is a different situation it's a unique situation but if you really like him and you want to give that person a try you mm-hmm. give him a try and you have to go with it not with the standards that you normally have you mm-hmm. have to have a different standards you have to have a different mindset a different view on the situation because it's a different situation than what you're normally doing yeah so i don't don't think and i don't think you're tripping because it's not unheard of no it's not but i just think that you gotta be mature to do it yeah i just think that your approach like stop asking i feel like asking some questions will alleviate all the thoughts that are running and racing through your head from there you can make a more informed decision and i hope that this was helpful because it is still a little bit of a tricky situation, but I think you'll get it through if you if he's doing if he's standing doing right by you and you do right by him. I would say take it slow, very, and then you kind of take it there, um, and then you know again if it gets more serious, you may want to meet his baby mother because again she's going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. But once a kid's involved, you know it's not about you anymore. Unfortunately, it's. You know, it's about the child, and then it's y'all. So, yes, be mindful of that. Ask yourself if you are prepared to be a stepmother. Yeah, because you gotta love the kid just like you would love your own. Facts. Well, I hope uh, he went half on a baby. That this was helpful, and please let us know if what like any updates or feedback if you do actually reach out or you know become more observant or whatever you want to call it with this scenario and with that i yield to my husband here TJ. and we, rules of order, yes know. and we are going to pass the motion to now move on to the, the quarrel of the episode so would you like to give some context we can you know my la lakers mm-hmm. we have a a center named demarcus cousins DeMarcus Cousins tore his ACL, so he's not going to be playing for us. So is he really a Laker? But that's besides the point. Yes. DeMarcus just got married. Mm-hmm. Mazel tov. And there was an audio released of supposedly him, allegedly, threatening his... Child's baby, mother. His, yes, his child's mother. So, you know, I asked Danny... When, when we were thinking about what to quarrel about, and I asked her how she felt about the situation. And she said he was wrong. And I was like, that's the quarrel. Mm-hmm. So, let me see if I can get the, the context of what he said. He was uh, asking about his he, son yeah, coming well, to the I wedding, right? what he said. Yes. Oh, like word for word. I so know what he said. He what, you, you say, remember what he said? I mean, I know what he said that everybody ha- I have issue, an issue with. Okay, so he he's, he's getting married. He was... This person was asking the baby mother, can the child be at his wedding? And he, it seemed like this was like his 
last minute plea. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like he's been asking. She has. She's been saying no. Mm-hmm. Asked again. She said no. And then the person says, says something about putting a bullet in your in your fucking head. This was recorded. Mm-hmm. So, and again, we don't know Demarcus. We don't know if this is truly Demarcus. Nigga. Again, it's all allegedly. Oh my god! But if it was him, let's talk about it. He was wrong. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Lovers Quarrel. He was wrong for what he for said. saying that he was going to put a bullet through the head of his child's mother. But he wasn't wrong for feeling the way he felt. I can understand the frustration of wanting your child to be some at an event that you can't that they their other parent is saying that they can't attend because they're doing something else. I can fully appreciate that frustration. Yeah. But people don't go around saying that they're gonna put a bullet in somebody else's head even when they experience the same frustration. But when you hate someone, I can see how you can get there. And then when it comes to your child, you have a different type of love for your child that if anybody tries to take your child away from you, you become a different person. I can appreciate that. But the person that you're trying to take away is also that child's mother. Yeah. And I, there are women out here who get in, or who are in domestic situations who get their heads blown off. So to, to okay. even That's say fair. that out of anger is problematic as fuck. Okay. Because there have been is times it problematic? there have been times where you and I had parenting differences and we were vehemently opposed to each other, but you have not said that you want to put a bullet in my head because we disagreed or as I didn't want Tatum to do something that you wanted her to do or vice versa. But I also like you. And I don't have a gun. Oh, so, so that's all it took? Listen, I would never put a bullet through your head. Oh, thank you. Just my thigh. I wouldn't put a bullet anywhere. Okay, that's better. But it's wrong. Like, it's just... I think, yes. His frustration is valid. It's it's wrong, but... He still has no warrant. I think it's to, still he's kind not, of... He's still not warranted to say what he said. I mean, everything, everything leading we up to... We just seen a snippet. We don't know if she egged him on. We don't know anything else. Cajoled. Huh? Maybe, did she, like, cajole him? Whatever. Okay. I feel like it was wrong for him to say that, yes. He was wrong for threatening her. But I don't, I don't think his feelings should be negated. And I also don't think that... I don't think it's fair that a parent could stop another parent's experience. I think that's unfair. And I mean, I don't, she, and, we and, don't know, and we don't know what her reasons were, but it could be petty or it could be valid. Yeah, I mean, listen, but you, you have a parent asking... And it's not like, and, and this is DeMarcus' cousin, so he has money. So it's not like, how's my child going to get there or, or whatever. Like, there's, I don't think it's fair when parents use their children as pawns. I agree with that. And I think that's where the situation is. She has the power and she was able to say no. And she. But he also has power and control and money. Does he? I mean, you just said like. I mean, when I mean, he so, has the money, so but obviously good, he can make good on his threats better than you or I could. Okay, he could probably pay someone to to do it. So yes, the threat was wrong, but I think he should get like temporary insanity. 
he had a temporary moment of insanity based off of him being denied the the, the, the privilege of having his child as something special to him. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just... Can, can you not see that? Can you not see that? I mean, that we can give this, grace or whatever, but he, he, I, I, I would expect him to like apologize for what he said. Because people don't... Because the thing is this, is that most people don't default when they're that frustrated to, I'm going to put a fucking bullet in your head. But again, just like you said earlier, we do, we don't know what was said previous. We don't know what their relationship is like. We don't know if him. We don't know if if, if he's just a violent person or if this was a violent situation. All we got is a snippet, and, and by the snippet, of course, whatever we get a snippet, we can make our own assumptions on what it is or what happened or whatever. But I think there's other factors, and you know. That needs to go into it. And and, and he's wrong. 100%. It's similar to... And, and this is going off tangent. But it's similar to the kid who threatened to shoot up his school. Mm-hmm. And then the mother was like saying he's just a kid. So I I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But in, in that difference, I can see why a parent might go insane over their child. I, I don't agree with a child saying he's going to shoot up his school because... Of whatever he was playing video games or whatever, but I can agree with you. I, I will agree with you that him saying that was wrong. Mm-hmm. But I also think that we need to we need to look into it and say if a if a parent is saying no to another parent for their special occasion, is that fair? I mean, on the surface, I would say no, but. Underneath the surface, it's, there's probably other lingering questions like who was the relationships, what like what's the level of comfortability amongst the the children depending on what age they are. But it's it's tricky. No, it it it, it definitely is. My thing is just I want to have the conversation and be able to to speak upon the differences, the the other options. Because again, we get a snippet. And we jump to conclusions, but we don't talk about the other sides. We don't talk about what else could have happened. We don't talk about anything else. We just go based off of what we see. We go we go based off of the snippets that we get and we just run with it as opposed to saying, okay, what he said was wrong, but what triggered that? Mm-hmm. What What is the full situation? And that's my thing. I get it. Domestic Domestic violence is real. There's mm. a lot of bitch ass men mm-hmm. who harm women because they're weak and this is their opportunity to Damn have it. strength and, and everything else. So I, I'm not I'm not denying that. I think him saying that was wrong, but I also think that the way she she did it and, and then the fact that it was recorded to me it just seemed like she knew what she was doing. And I'm not victim blaming. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like it was kind of like this was planned. Mm. I knew I know I'm gonna get a rise from him. This is funny. Let's let's continue. Well, I can appreciate your assertion that he shouldn't have said that shit. So, and I mean everything else. Like I get where you're coming from, but it 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 still doesn't. 
as long as we know that it still doesn't take away from what he said and how wildly inappropriate and abusive and violent that type of language is towards his child's mother and that's in general towards women. So, because Lord knows, like, people get shot all the time in domestic disputes. So, to even say that, like, you... No, definitely. I mean, he's a professional basketball player. He's a man. He should have had better judgment. But, mm-hmm. again, I can understand... Listen... Sometimes as people, we say shit out of anger and we don't mean it. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be our death sentence. It shouldn't be like, well, well fuck it. You said it, so it's it's whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I've said some shit that I didn't mean to say to you. And I know some shit you said to me that you didn't mean to me. We ain't never go that deep. But it's just things are said and in the heat, in the heat of the moment. And it and, and and sometimes it should not be the end all be all. And I also think that we have another situation of parents using their children as pawns, and that's not fair to parents. Mm-hmm. If you are a father doing everything you're supposed to do, um, you shouldn't be penalized. Oh, that and and, 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 and vice versa. That definitely. I guess we're, I guess maybe the, this one we'll have to table it to see if there's more context added to the situation. Okay. Like because what he said was fucked up and wrong, but if there is a greater context out there that we don't know yet, then we have to like allow it if the, if that does come to light. Okay. Sound good? That's fair. Look at us coming together, united fronts. I'm gonna bang with you like that for real. Whatever. Are we? We're done. Wow. Yeah. Let's let's put the baby to bed. Let's do it. Cause she's tired. You yeah. I'm I'm hanging Listen, on by a thread. I'm running on This is another fumes. episode of Lovers Quarrel. We thank you for tuning <laughs> in with us. Uh, if you have any questions, concerns. Comments. You can send us an uh, email at loversquarrelshow at gmail.com. Bang. Uh, we are on IG, Lovers Quarrel Show. Boom. We both respond. Uh, and we are on Twitter, Lovers Quarrel 7. Blah. Now you're just messing me up right now. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm trying to like sound effects. Trying to just stay awake. That too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. I mean, listen, snore for the people. Let them see, let them hear what I hear every night. Do I still snore bad? I don't remember. I just oh. anyway. Um, again, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Lovers Quarrel. Um, as always, I am your girl Danny, and I'm your guy TJ. And you know that we fuss, we fight, but, but we, we love. love. Bye. bye. Say bye bye. Bye bye.